This is the Rugby Muscle Podcast, talking all that you need to become the best rugby player you can be. Now here are the Rugby Muscle Coaches, TJ and Alex. Yes! What's going on, boys and girls? We are back. The boys are back once again with another Rugby Muscle Podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and I'm joined, as always, by Alex. How's it going? I'm good. How are you, mate? What's new? Um, there are a few things I think we're going to talk about today, which is new. I guess... Apart from that, mate, just back from the gym. Uh, didn't suck as much as usual today, so that was nice. You didn't suck? Yeah. T- tell the, tell well, the listeners know. why I mean, you didn't suck as much. Yeah, didn't suck as much. Tell, tell me why. Oh, my form was just dialed in a little bit better. Started to work on my, my hip mobility, so... Oh. Yeah, just uh, the less work I can do with lifting more weight, the happier I am. The less work you can do while still lifting more weight, the happier you are. Yep. What about if you do less work and lift less weight? Then it's shit, isn't it? What about if you do more work and lift more weight? Well, it's it's just not efficient. Uh, what about if you do more work and do less weight? Well, that's even worse. I like the worst of all of them. I'd rather do no work and lose strength than do more work and lose strength. This is um, what's that? What's that movie? With uh, what's his chops? You're gonna have to give me more details on that, bud. No, yeah, the what? The movie with Wasser's chops? You don't you don't know what I'm talking about or by now? Yeah, not not 100 percent no. It's the uh, the one where they go. He goes into the mountains and then he goes. Here's Johnny. That one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm with you now. What's it called? I've got a clue. Anyway, it's Sorry. time for the fact of the week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Give me two seconds. I need to find the Fact of the Week track. Okay, we're back, and we haven't found a Fact of the Week track. The fact is that I've deleted it off my Mac. Alex, you can't use that, so we're just going to go straight into it. It's such a rocking little tune, isn't it? Right, so um, if you guys are following TJ's um, Instagram... It's a TJ Strength, right? TJ Dot Strength. That's the one. Sweet. Uh, he put a, a little bit of information up about pineapples. I can't what it was. Anyway, pineapples. It was. Like a, it was a, actually. I didn't put the information up. I made fun of someone else putting up information. Ah, I believe. You dick. Anyway. No, because it was ridiculous. Because this is the sort of shit that you see on the internet, and you'll see this. Uh, this whole. We'll address this in a podcast in like a week. But there is so much absolute bollocks on the internet, and I don't know where it comes from. Again, you can't use that as your fact of the week. But yeah, so for some random healthy living page, but pineapple burns fat and tones the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> like, how does it do that? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't even try and, like, acknowledge any process by how that could possibly happen, let alone the fact that it is calories. And then tones the stomach. So what the fuck does that mean? And how does it do that? It's just absolute bollocks. 
But because most people aren't actually educated on this stuff, some people actually believe that. And then, you know, they eat loads of pineapples, get fatter, and then they're like, oh, it didn't work. Anyway, what was your fact? Well, I'm, I'm glad you told me about that, mate. Yeah, what was your fact? Um, that pineapples contain an enzyme which dissolves proteins. Um, and it can, like, dissolve your fingerprints, essentially. So pineapple growers end up not having any fingerprints. I don't know what's happening. Did you play that? No, not me, but... I don't know how that worked out as the interesting fact tune, but anyway, that's, I, I guess I that quite enjoyed it. it. I yeah, like I, well, I also deleted the, uh, the interesting fact drop, so um, hopefully in the next podcast we'll have that, but... Uh, otherwise I've just deleted it after I made it to try and make space for more podcasts which I now can't oh Oh, well let's move on shall we we're going well okay what are we talking about today mate you you, this was this is a topic that you decided to come up with I believe mate so sweet I'll let you be the host of the podcast today it seems like a bad idea Uh, it's a terrible idea um, I'm going to regret it so so According to our Evernote kind of topics, um, pre-season's coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And no. Off-season's coming up. I get confused. And, it also um, depends where you are. The whole time we've been uh, doing this podcast, like for however many years it's been, we speak about pre-season and off-season and what to do to prep yourself for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just talk about it again, but rather than going through the whole like shebang again, just talk about what we've changed this year, um, what we're doing in terms of laying out a new plan, um, and what our plans are. Then maybe we'll touch on sevens. Yeah, because sevens is part of mo- a lot of, well, not most, but enough people's off season that it's definitely worth bringing up. Especially you fitness people listening. What well, you lot like these yeah. sevens, don't you? So we Be figured we'd do that. Yeah, and um, it's definitely something that we need to talk about because. We have been doing this podcast for like a number of years now, and um, like if you if you don't change your mind on a few things over a you know over that period of time, you're probably not learning enough. Would yeah, that... I, I uh, I'd agree with that. Sure. And it's like it's like sometimes I. Uh, Sometimes I I, yeah, I don't like saying that. I don't like saying some new information that I've found because it shows that, you know, what I've done and what I've sold, even, yeah, I've actually, like, you know, made people part with their hard-earned money, for my knowledge, that now, looking back on it, is potentially wrong. Or, you know, I know more than what I knew back then, and now I, I wouldn't have charged for it, if that makes sense. But such is life, you know, and people used to go to the doctors and doctors used to drill holes in their heads to try and heal them so I mean we're a little bit better than that right uh trepanning is still done just so you know uh, what is that what that is yeah that's what that is where is that done in hospitals mate yeah but I, I'm talking about like old school oh you've got a cold let me let me get rid of that pressure by drilling a hole in your head speaking of thousands of years old of treatment i just got um scraping i've I've forgotten the name of what it is and i'm not going to look it up but yeah i just had a bit of a scraping treatment done on my back i mean graston 
Yeah, ah, there you go. This guy. No, it's not. It wasn't Graston. No, it wasn't. Some sort of other scrape. Anyway, uh, ancient Chinese technique. And um, I'll put a picture up on my Insta for you. I've got a nice cool. bruised back. But it, essentially, it was just a good massage. But it's the same thing as like um, Phelpsy's stuff. When he, when, remember, he, it got really popular that he did um, the cupping. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And like everyone was like, oh, what's this new treatment called cupping? And we're like, no, actually, it's thousands of years old. Yeah, it's just localised information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And anyway, so I guess apart from people that d- issued those treatments, a lot of us uh, people that draw from scientific data and knowledge and hopefully most people in the fitness industry will have to change their mind on a few things over time. Agreed. I say it's almost necessary rather yeah. than disagreeing because we we yeah we learn more. So I guess we're going to tell you that don't listen to the earlier podcast because we're wrong. Is that what we're going to say? <laughs> I think the later podcasts will be better than a uh, than the earlier podcasts. I'll put it that way. I I just think that no. I I what I think is there's just a few asterisks and a, th- a few things that we'd slightly change. I don't think we're like, oh, weight training's actually bad for your knees. Let's do lots of running instead or something like that. It's like nothing revolutionary. Uh, just lots of little tweaks that I think we'll make from yeah. what we would have recommended before. And that's not saying if you go ahead and listen to all of our advice that we've given from podcast one to ten that you're going to go bad. We, like we gave that advice because it got great results with athletes you know and just general people right so that's why we gave it then now we're thinking right that did get great results but maybe we could do it even better and get even more results essentially right let's get into it yeah cool tell me something then you go ahead get us going yeah sweet so um i think my biggest thing is probably more focus on the recovery side of it um and recovery which is going to be um, applicable for the goalers so rather than just having a broad spectrum of recovery type movements or mm-hmm. recovery protocols we have recovery specific for whatever phase we're in yeah so do you want to go into that yeah for sure um, so you went on and you said you had this uh, grasping kind of stuff mm-hmm. which is similar to cupping where it's a localised information um, the idea being that um, you're forcing information to the body, so your body goes, shit, this is where we need to gild this, like, yeah. uh, we'll say, we'll call it healing. Mm-hmm. Done, right? Yeah. Um, and that might be um, useful in terms of promoting hypertrophy. Yeah. Right? That, so, that's so why I thought that. I'd give it a go, to be honest with you, because it, it promotes, like, so what you're saying is, do you want me to just, actually, no, because this is your thing, you can go ahead and carry on. Um, but yeah, it promotes the body's natural <laughs> healing process. Yeah. So, yeah. are you saying that you and well, and and if it does this, we've we've said in previous podcasts that icing and stuff prevents that healing process. Well, it cuts it well, short I, to I'm get not, you back I'm not to recovery about quicker. Healing process. I'm talking about inflammation specifically. Yeah. Um, and inflammation is needed for muscle growth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's not necessarily that it prevents the healing. It just prevents. So it just encourages inflammation um but then maybe if we're we're coming towards the end of a uh the end of a phase and we'll be up and we know like the next week is like some kind of deload or we know that 
um, hypertrophies from the goal and we're looking just to be able to look to say squat again the next day. Yeah. Then so maybe, the goal is to get back maybe some to kind moving. of cold based treatment or something which isn't so inflammatory. Or something that will reduce inflammation might be more appropriate. Mm-hmm. So it's just different strokes, different folks, you know. Yeah. So I mean a good example here is myself and getting this scraping done because um I'm not I'm not able to play this week because uh I'm an adult and I've got work. So I've got actual um What an idiot. <laughs> I've got a proper event and project to do this Saturday so I cannot make the travel with the team and I got offered if I'd like to get this therapy done. And I was like, Yeah, why not? Because if if I had a game I could potentially not do that because there's a good chance or that, that well even if there's like a little chance there's a chance that I could be sore come game day because of this inflammation process which is not good whereas I can lift through being sore that's no issue and that's what you're saying is you'd rather use recovery techniques that promote the inflammation during like an off season when you're trying to gain muscle right mm-hmm and when the goal is just to get back in the gym or get back moving and, it, and you know, the end process is just being healthy, then maybe icing is a good plan to use. But we got to realise that that's going to cut short our gains somewhat or can cut short our gains, right? If uh, gains are going to be hypertrophy based, then yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Do you want to, is there anything big that you've changed on your side? Yeah, I'd definitely say there's a few things that I've changed. Um, so, the first thing I would say is I've, I've changed a lot in terms of um, working our conditioning all year round. So, um, before I would have said, oh, we're in a muscle gaining phase, you know, and it, and it goes back to the, I wasn't I wouldn't quite this bad, but you go back to the saying of like, why was it, why Walk, why run when you can walk why stand when no why walk when you can just stand still why stand still when you can just sit down and why sit down when you can lie down and that's an old school bodybuilding saying for basically you're trying to not um you're trying to use all of your calories that you intake you're trying to drop your your own basal metabolic rate down you're trying to slow your daily expenditure of calories down to a lower bit so that it's easier for you then to gain weight and the idea of that being that would be muscle now that's great if you're a bodybuilder it's actually not great but it's an idea if you're a bodybuilder to yeah cut out any cardio because that means that when you are doing your training all of your calories are going to go towards that if you have to do if you do cardio on top of that you have to eat even more calories just to uh, get through have the energy to do that cardio session and I was like, that's, that's a bad thing. We're shortchanging ourselves. We're not, you know, we're not doing it. But now looking back on it, I would say eat those extra calories and get in that cardio. Because if you do eight to 12 weeks of hypertrophy, and, and like that's the minimum what you should really do for a hypertrophy block if you're really anticipating gaining quite a bit of muscle, that's eight to 12 weeks that you're detraining your, your fitness levels, essentially. And... That means you've got to then spend a few weeks, like weeks and weeks, maybe even months, getting back to where you were. When in ideal circumstance, if you're trying to put on weight, you should actually be trying to get fitter at the same time. Yeah. So what you're talking about is really a, a concurrent, you've changed the concurrent periodization. Yeah. 
Um, do you want to go into what uh, you pretty much explained it? Concurrent periodization is just training multiple properties at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then in that, we're looking at what is needed for rugby. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you've got to be fit to play rugby because uh, you're going to be gassing out real quick if you're not. And yeah, I think it's just my point is so I do think a big mistake a lot of people make, and we're going to go into this in another podcast, is about is trying to accomplish all the goals at once. So trying to be powerful, trying to put on strength, trying to put on speed, trying to put on speed, trying to get faster, trying to put on mass, trying to lose fat and also gain muscle and do all of the same, all of the things at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's a mistake. CrossFit, um, that I do often see in with athletes training but there's nothing to say that if you take two separate goals that are completely individual, you can definitely train those two aspects away from each other, not at the same time. Um, and so, yeah, as long as you're maintaining something, the, the trick is to maintain the aspects you're not training mm-hmm. um, and improve the ones that you want to. Yeah, uh, for sure. And, 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 and especially if we're talking conditioning, it's like one conditioning session a week of low intensity, and that's enough to keep your aerobic levels quite high. Uh yeah, it's not it doesn't take a lot to maintain. Yeah, cool. All right, let's do one more each. Okay, cool. Yeah, have you got yeah, one yeah, yeah. over there, Alex? Have you yeah, got one? Yeah, yeah, I got one. I um, actually this year I'm starting to include more plyometric work. Um, mm-hmm. usually I done a very little amount of plyometric work because I like people to be stronger first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's definitely base levels of strength that need to be had before you start plyometric work. Mm-hmm. Um, but then speaking to like some of the coaches I've been speaking to, they've, they've impressed on me um, more stuff in terms of um, ligament and tendon health and kind of strengthening those a little bit. Mm-hmm. So in preparation for when people are strong enough to do the true plyometric work, we, we were looking into a bit more in terms of um, like stiffening ankles and making sure people can re- rebound and absorb the force better oh good I'm, uh, do you know what i i, I apologize alex i'm very sorry because when you first said that you were doing plyometric work and starting to really do a lot of plyometric work, i for a second in my head thought you were just going to talk about jump training and that was it no i mean that, that, that's and i was out. like oh i might have to correct him here but i mean no <laughs> You're to actually talk about plyometric work. Do you want to talk about the difference between plyometric work and jump training? Yeah, it's a uh, timing, essentially. Plyometric work super fast. They spend very little time on the floor, so what we call the amortization phase is very short. So the amount of time it takes you to absorb force uh, and then translate it to uh, like expressing force is, well, it should be less than, like, what is it, 0.2 of a second? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas jumping is more just like a ballistic movement you're just expressing um, force into the floor quickly yeah so there's not there's not a loading phase so I, I explain it by saying pretty much so plyometrics is like the landing and like explosive work is the jump or is the takeoff um, and when you're doing a plyometric work you have to land and then take off or just land but you have to land. Whereas jump training, you can just stand there and jump onto a box. That's not plyometrics. Falling off that box and jumping straight back onto another one is plyometrics. Make sense? 
It will do. Yeah. 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 Um, Sweet. Cool. That's yeah. That's a good. So, how have you been adding that into your training? Right now, yeah. a lot of people are doing a lot of pogo jumps, mate. Oh, really? Yeah, tons of people. Yeah, tons of pogo jumps. Okay, then wh- whereabouts in the the training are you adding that into? Are you doing that as a cluster, or it, it depends on it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to give like a generalized one, I like to do it as part of the warm up. Yeah, yeah. Towards the end of the warm up. Yeah, towards um, the end of the warm up. I wouldn't say start with it. No, God no. <laughs> um, so maybe before, during um, warm up sets. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely, that's, that's it. That's super and it, easy. And it doubles up as a primer work as as well. Yeah. Um, CNS firing. In you, terms of CNS that. activation work, I'm tending to uh, more towards um, doing that as part of the movement. So I sense so if the main lift is going to be uh, squats, mm-hmm. potentially they're going to be doing some sort of vertical jump, even if it is just a pogos. Yeah, or they're going to be, or they're going to be lifting for speed mm-hmm. in a squat pattern. Um, likewise, if it's going to be something horizontal, they do a horizontal explosive movement first, maybe a kettlebell swing mm-hmm. or a banded kettlebell swing. Um, this so it's the same kind of movement rather than just doing something random. Good, good knowledge, excellent. I like that. Superlatives, mate. That means that means the world to me. I've, I've, I ran out of superlatives. Excellent. So I guess my last point. Is, is actually going to be a double point. It's going to be two points because they're not, they're not, there's not one big point. It's just two little things that we've spoken about a few times on the pod. And it definitely was something that maybe I didn't really change my mind, but I've gone over and looked at my, like the, the work that I've been putting out and the programs that I've been working with my coaching clients with. And I've made a few corrections or I've not, not corrections, but I've just adjusted back to what I've already thought and gone, oh yeah, I forgot about that and added it back in. So the first one is to do with conditioning. Um, I am a little bit now of a fat, more of a fan of doing conditioning. And I've said this actually like last week, I believe um, doing conditioning before your weights, because the actual conditioning doesn't really take away anywhere near as much. Um, than what you would think. Yeah, especially if we're, if we're doing it in a uh, controlled fashion. It's not like... So I've got some of my strongman guys starting to do their lactic capacity work. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be doing lactic capacity work before it. No. But you might be doing some like 60% tempos or you and, like, steady um, state stuff. I've actually... A real good one is I've been doing... Uh, we've spoken about HICT before, high-intensity continuous mm-hmm. training. Um I, I don't know which podcast. Go back and listen. There's definitely a few conditioning ones and where we speak about HICT, high-intensity conditioning training. And I'm actually a huge fan of doing that before a workout because, or before weights, because you're actually, um, you are sweating and it is really hard, but it's just constant high, hard effort. And so you're not, you're not really getting drained. You're just performing high intensity uh, for a, a sustained period of time and i think it works really well um to go into your session already having done that and you're really fired up then and your body's nice and warm ready to go i'm sorry you're right yeah sorry man. i had a um a bit of a sneeze there i wonder if any listeners there said bless you out of like 
because I do it like I, I, I may see the person like the scariest person or the person I really don't want to talk to not scary but just people I don't want to deal with and then they'll sneeze and I'll be like oh bless you but anyway <coughs> even when I lived in the Middle East and they didn't understand what it was um, what do you mean and, whoa, 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 what do you mean you didn't understand what, what it was they don't know what bless you is do they because it was to do with um, oh, research it for your next fact of the week uh, no. Moving on, and my last little mini point uh, is, and you're going to get a little podcast boner over this, I believe, Alex, is um, using core progressions. Huh. I do like core progressions. Yeah, um, and it's just such an easy way of doing things, and really, every and I've, I've emphasised now every like f- four months. Sorry. Uh, every four months going back and restarting from the beginning again so that even means starting from a kneeling plank or something really boring just to make sure that you've got that in place and then building back up again and again and again because I feel like um, it's easy to keep progressing weights uh, any any normal movement and and such by just adding weights or adding reps adding sets stuff like that but core core work you can't just keep adding weight because that's not how the way it works you have to add a challenge so what i've what i like to do is week by week now is progress that work in different movements what are you doing by the way blowing your nose yeah i, I, I think i might be loaded something there. i've got a bit of a, a bit of sniff at the moment do you want a minute no i should be okay no we're about to finish anyway so um yeah so it's just Using all the different movements, even all the different cores, like anti-flexion, uh, rotation, all that good stuff, frontal, side, rotation, all of that good stuff, um, and just progressing it, making it real simple week one, a little bit less simple week two, and progressing it over the stage of like either eight to 20 weeks, making it harder and harder and harder. And the other thing that that does is it keeps people engaged. So especially for someone like me, Core, core work is usually done at the end and we've we've said a few times why we do that but when you're when you're strapped for time or even if you're not you've already been in the gym for like an hour or so if you if you're doing quite well less if you're doing really well or even more if you're if you're if the session's dragging you want to just get out of there and if you're doing the same old core movements week after week after week you get bored and you just don't do them so by making an extra challenge each week it keeps people engaged and manage to do them Make sense? Yep, absolutely. And that is why I um, have done 12 weeks of progressions for all of the guys that are, uh, have signed up for Rugby Muscle Beast, the new muscle building program that you can go ahead and get at tjstrength.com forward slash guides. Um, See, I'll, uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing that, mate. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Now, um, do you want to talk to, about, to the listener about how they can use their uh, use our knowledge to get themselves a sponsorship? I don't know how it's going to work actually, but just just talk about your sponsorship is, thing. Sorry, I balls it. All oh, right, so yeah, you balls up. So essentially, I'm really lucky. And I mean, I'm in a position now that I can offer someone a sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Um, in the sponsorship, what I'm going to offer is a six month deal. Um, potentially recurring, we'll see. Um, to do all your S and C, all your like online coaching, so 
uh, the video analysis stuff. So I've done some of that stuff for you, mate, haven't I? The video analysis. Mm-hmm. Um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's like, stash. it definitely helps the lifts because it's just a few little points you take away each time to think about for the next week and you just feel that much more solid. Yeah, it makes a huge difference having that feedback. Even if, like, even if you could look at it yourself and do yeah, it. Yeah, even for us. It's better. Because yeah. we're emotionally invested in our own lift, so having someone else say you're doing this and this and this wrong, it's it's good. It's good. Yeah, I um I get someone to look over my lifts all the time. Yeah, almost everything I do in the gym. Anyway, the point we all that and maybe some stash as well. Um, and essentially, we're trying to make you the best player you can be and potentially push you up to the next level um, if your S and C is what holding you back. Yeah, so cool. to get onto that, you can either go to TJ's email from today. Yeah. Yesterday. I don't know Yesterday. what it was. Go ahead. Well, it, and if you're not getting my emails, go ahead and go to rubby-muscle.com and you're going to download 50 plus free conditioning sessions or you can get four a four-week free training program which is a bit of an intro cycle, launch pad it's called. You can go ahead and pick that up at rubby-muscle.com as well. And from there, yeah, you can, um, you'll can you be getting emails from us and then you can just reply to that email. Yeah, perfect, mate. Um, and if you can't find the email, you can just go to um, collisionandcombat.com forward slash sponsored dash athlete dash application that's four forward slash. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It doesn't even put spaces in. It's a, it's a bit annoying. com forward slash sponsorship. Sponsored. Uh, forward slash sponsored dash. Athlete dash application dash form. Sponsored athlete notes, application form. There you go. Awesome. Yeah, we're in the show notes, so check that out on rubber-muscle.com as well. Perfect. And then, yeah, that's it. Follow the boys. Follow me at tj.strength on Insta. Um, don't worry about Twitter because none of us do. If you do, actually, yeah. do follow me, TJ Strength. And then uh, follow Alex Collision underscore and underscore combat. You get to see all of our progresses and see us do stuff that we probably wouldn't have thought about a few years back because what? guess what? We've learned a little bit more. Yeah, I'm putting sumo now. Yeah, there you go. And if yeah. you uh, do us a favor, go ahead and go to iTunes, give us a five-star review, let us know what you think of the pod, and you could potentially get handsomely rewarded. Ooh. Ooh. Go ahead and do that. Just go to the podcast, go to iTunes, give us five stars. Let us know what you think of the show. Awesome, guys, and we'll talk to you in the next pod.